Hello, Sago, and welcome. You're listening to Two-Eyed Seeing, bridging the Western and Indigenous understanding of health, healing, and life. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Connors, naturopathic doctor and birth doula and knowledge seeker of Mohawk and European ancestry. Each week, I will be bringing you information about health and wellness from both perspectives so we can learn and grow together as we journey through life on this place we call Earth and Turtle Island. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Two-Eyed Seeing. What I wanted to mainly touch on today is what is naturopathic medicine a little bit more for those of you who don't have a good understanding of what naturopathic medicine is. If you're really familiar with it, then maybe this episode won't have lots to offer you, but if you're willing to keep an open mind and be open to hearing maybe something you haven't heard before, then hopefully this will be an episode that you can enjoy. So a little bit of a background on naturopathic medicine, and I'll touch a little bit more too on why naturopathic medicine is such a big deal for me and why I chose to make this my career is I was one of those lucky kids, kind of like I talked about in the first episode, where I was raised in naturopathic medicine. At least that's the way that I frame it. And I lovingly call my parents hippies without being in a hippie commune. So what I mean by that is that our cupboard in our kitchen when we were kids was filled with all these different vitamins and minerals and natural remedies to the point where we jokingly called it the health food store in the kitchen because where we grew up, especially when I was really little, we didn't really have a health food store. That wasn't really a thing when I was a kid. So my parents would order it from friends in different places and then it wasn't until I was a little bit older that we actually had a, a health food store where, where I grew up. So this is something that I was exposed to right from the very beginning. We used natural medicines and natural remedies and teas when we were sick. And we only really went to the doctor's office if we absolutely needed to go. I remember my sister did end up having to go get stitches and yes, I was born in a hospital and all those kinds of things and got my you know regular checkups with the doctor, but I also went to see a naturopath and we had a family naturopath that I saw from the time I was about seven or eight and he was someone that we saw fairly, fairly regularly as well and that was more often the route that my parents would go with us and that's really what I learned from a very young age so I learned the power of nature and how healing that can be from the time I was small and really that drew me in because I really valued nature and herbs and I was very fascinated by these things growing up and So what naturopathic medicine really ends up being about, at least the way I understand it and the way I practice it, is it really being about harnessing the powers of not only Mother Nature, and but also our own bodies and the healing power that exists within them. And recognizing that we actually have the power to heal ourselves and that sometimes things just get stuck and get in the way and we need someone's help 
like a naturopathic doctor <laughs> to help us sort through that mess and really see how we can potentially work through that and get better and, and feel better. And that can be from healing if we're ill, like with a cold or something more significant like digestive issues. I see a lot of hormonal issues and pregnancy and pediatrics in my own practice, as well as serving our indigenous communities in the Georgian Bay, Muskoka area here in Ontario. And so that's a lot of what I end up treating, but there's naturopaths who treat more things like Lyme disease or fibromyalgia or focus on supporting cancer and doing adjunctive cancer care. So there's lots of different ways that naturopathic medicine exists, but there's still a lot of people that think that naturopathic medicine is only one thing. And we actually can end up practicing very diversely. Much like how I said, I, I tend to focus more on the women's health and, and pregnancy. And of course, I've mentioned that I do the birth doula piece as well. And so we can practice very, very differently. And so finding if you're if naturopathic medicine is something you're interested in, in supporting your own health, then that's something to consider when you're looking. You know, not only look to make sure that you have a naturopath that you trust, and that's someone that's going to help you, but someone who also knows really well what you're dealing with and how to best help you be the healthiest version of yourself. And so there's different resources you can go to, like in here in Canada, um, usually if you go on the provincial sites or our national site, so that would be the Canadian Association of Naturopathic Doctors here in Ontario, obviously, would be Ontario Natu Association of Naturopathic Doctors. So there are resources to check to make sure that the person you're seeing is is recognized and, and registered. So those are things to think about as well. And in terms of just kind of getting back to why naturopathic medicine and why why I do what I do and why I feel that, well, the purpose behind this podcast as well is to me, much of naturopathic medicine is an expression of Western views and philosophies and Indigenous views and philosophies. Because kind of like we talked about in other episodes, you know, our ancestors really utilized all the tools of Mother Earth in terms of plants and herbs and, and you know, really looking to our surroundings for the things that we needed. We talked about, you know, Marie Case learning from the indigenous of the Muskokas how to make what's often referred to as woodland tea, which was really effective for treating all manner of conditions and people that were very, very ill would get better from using woodland tea. And then, of course, naturopathic medicine, if you know a little bit about its history, tends to have a lot of our basis in Europe and European traditions, so Germany and Austria and those kind of the, the Western Western European traditions. Not that they, they do start to overlap now with more Ayurvedic medicine and other things starting to kind of be woven in with that. But in terms of our history, that's where our history really does come from, is the Western European tradition. And again, it's, you know, if we look back in those, those core competencies in terms of herbal medicine 
and nutrition and diet and hydrotherapy and being out in nature and nature cure, those all come from that Western philosophy. But again, that's a lot of what we did here too in, in North America in terms of our, our indigenous ancestors being more of that persuasion as well and incorporating a lot of those philosophies without even really calling it a philosophy or a way of living because that's just how we lived at that time. We didn't know about living indoors with indoor plumbing and heating and air conditioning and all these things that, if we're not careful, can really cut us off from our relationship with Mother Earth and with with our environment. And so how that all kind of ties together, like I said, is also the concept of this this podcast is Two-Eyed Seeing. And for me, that's how I look at the world and how I see naturopathic medicine in so many ways and how I practice naturopathic medicine in, in much of what I do is really through learning to incorporate both viewpoints and and ways of learning and understanding and and healing and I think that more of us need to look at the opportunities of using more natural things in our in our life whether that's seeing a naturopath whether that's recognizing that we really don't get out and move enough we tend to be too sedentary just even the smallest thing like going out and walking around your neighborhood and being in trees or going for a hike or whatever that looks like for you. Just really finding ways to reconnect with our natural world. And I would really encourage you to do that. And this is why I do what I do. And a big piece of that is also recognizing the the roots right you think of again we just talked about trees I just mentioned them you think about the root system of a tree it's the same thing if we're really encompassing true health and wellness then we get into thinking about the roots of a tree in terms of getting to the root of the issue and not just saying oh well you know maybe if I um, take Advil all the time or take Tylenol all the time for a headache, then the headache goes away. But if that headache is always coming back and it's constant, well, where is it actually coming from? Is it coming from a hormonal imbalance? Is it coming from dietary, potentially nutrition imbalances? You may be having issues with food, uh, certain foods you don't digest well, and that's creating headaches. There's all different places that that could be actually coming from. And that ends up being something to, to look at and, and really say, you know, are we getting to the root? And something that I tend to think of in terms of how I practice and, and speak to my patients about is what is the, how, how strong do we want the roots of our personal tree to be, whether we're talking about our own health or, or our family's health? As I mentioned, I tend to do a lot of family health and pediatrics in my practice. So for my patients who are looking to start a family, we talk about, you know, what's the strength of our family tree in the sense of building that next generation and reaching out to that next generation. And when we strengthen our own health, 
especially before pregnancy happens, then we really have the opportunity to help our children to live far healthier lives because we're implementing things to strengthen our root system so that their root system is that much stronger when they are born and grow up in the world that they're coming into. And that's something that I am very passionate about and talk quite a bit about. And you'll probably hear me mention that more as uh, as time goes on. And as I said, we'll have different conversations about not only birth and, and pregnancy with some of the uh, some colleagues of mine and and also some of our elders in our in our in our communities as well um but also generally having more conversations about birth and pregnancy and the really looking at how we can make the world better not only for ourselves but for our kids as well cuz i think i can speak for almost any parent even though i'm not a parent yet myself but i am going to be an aunt very soon as of recording this in thinking about the next generation is definitely something that i do and my thinking is that naturopathic medicine is one avenue that can be so helpful in terms of bridging that piece and building such a healthier future for ourselves and our families in well into tomorrow. And a common concept that's talked about in a lot of our indigenous communities is the concept of seven generations. So what that means is when we're making decisions, and this is commonly how a lot of our ancestral communities would actually make decisions, is we think about the seven generations that came before us and the wisdom of those seven generations, and then what sort of legacy we want to leave for the seven generations that will be coming after us as well. And so that becomes a really important concept in terms of how do we want to leave our own personal legacy and that for our kids and their kids and their kids and their kids. And you, you get the point. <laughs> that we want to think about how do we incorporate some of these principles now into our daily living. Even if it's something as small as drinking more water or getting outside and being in the sunshine before, well, I don't do as well with this either. The cold is not something I absolutely love, but really making an effort to get outside, even in the winter time, and find fun things that allow you to be outside in the winter so that we still stay connected with that natural resource because we're finding so much more these days that a lot of our health problems come from not being connected, from feeling disconnected or physically being disconnected from our our natural roots. And if you're familiar with the concept of tree bathing or walking walking in, in amongst the trees, there's a, a Japanese term for it that I can't think of right now. If you know much about forest bathing or nature nature walks, research that they've done in different communities, that shows actually when people walk for, and it doesn't have to be a long distance, even short distances through forests and wooded areas, that a number of their health parameters actually improve. So their blood pressure improves, their stress levels drop, 
uh, focus and attention improves. And the research is showing this over and over and over again that this is the case. And there's been books written about it now as well. One of the books I'm thinking of right now that a naturopath and uh, MD wrote together is uh, Your Brain on Nature. And so that's, it's really becoming a bigger thing. So I think the main thing I'm trying to get across there is that with naturopathic medicine, we can really reconnect ourselves and there's room for both our indigenous and western philosophies and this is why i do what i do because i really do believe in the mission of leaving the planet better than we found it <laughs> and also that by improving our health we improve the health of the next generation to follow so i think i will wrap it up there for today and as always if you guys have questions comments please do reach out to me I'm always happy to take them and to incorporate your thoughts as well into future episodes. So best in health and take care. Thank you, Nyawa, for listening to Two-Eyed Seeing. Leave me a comment, and if you feel called to, please leave a review in iTunes and subscribe to this podcast. If you have questions about the episode or suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please reach out to me at www.sarahconnorsnd.com.